managers, especially those young managers, they are eager to learn and hungry for knowledge. And if you as a, a leader of younger managers allow them and give them opportunities to grow within their organization, you're going to be able to retain them. Welcome to Management Development Unlocked, where you will learn how to nurture a world-class management team. And now your host, Eric Gerard. Welcome, everybody. I am really glad you're here. While you still have your device in your hand, I'd like to ask three favors. Number one, please subscribe to the show. Number two, please share the show with at least one other person. And number three, go to GerardTrainingSolutions.com and download my free ebook on becoming a manager. Today, I have Beth Miller with me. Beth, welcome to the show. Who are you and what do you do? Well, thank you, Eric. I've been looking forward to this conversation. I am a talent management advisor. So what does that mean? It means that I work with business owners to help them build leadership pipelines within their organization. So that's working with uh, new managers that have just started And then also working with um, those seasoned leaders to get them kind of to that next level in their organization. Excellent. And I love how you used a leadership pipeline. That's a fantastic book. (laughs) Yes, it is. (laughs) Wonderful. Well, I have a series of questions for you. Uh And of course, we can take detours if something gets interesting. So we we can go off and, and take tangents. But to begin with, I always like to ask, what's your philosophy of management development? So there's obviously a difference between management and leadership. And management is really about managing processes, whereas leadership is managing those people through a process. So management development to me is those things that are are skills-based, such as delegation, for instance, Whereas leadership is more about inspiring somebody to be better at what they do. So there's, there's a, a definite diversion between leadership and management. Okay. Well, let's, let's head off and go down the leadership path for a sec. All right. Because I think that, that managers need to be good leaders as well. Oh, yes. So, you know, in addition to understanding how to set goals and provide coaching and feedback and delegate and all of that, I think a a new manager needs to be able to lead as well. So talk to me a little bit about what are the leadership skills or traits or attributes Mm -hmm. that a new manager needs to develop? I think from that standpoint, there's several. One is understanding the motivations of the people around you so that you can help motivate them to their best person. The other is inspiring. There is that integration between motivating and understanding what somebody really is passionate about, and then inspiring them to be a better person and a better leader. It's, it's really about encouraging So seeing an individual in a place where they're performing well, it might not be performing from a standpoint of excellence, but observing those behaviors and giving that person feedback so that you get more of those behaviors. And you've really got to be a great observer 
in order to do that because they're, they're oftentimes very subtle, very subtle changes that you may see in somebody that you then need to praise and recognize them for that and be really specific about what is it that you saw, what's the impact that has on either you, the team, the company, so that they understand that that's something that they should be doing more of. I love that. I I think that the observation piece is something that could be talked about more in management development. Yes. And I am absolutely a fan of praising folks and catching people doing things right. Yep. It's something that I do in my own company. Mm-hmm. There's an old adage, I think I think it comes from marriage counseling that you need to praise 5 to 1. Yes. Yeah. Your brain your brain will only remember the bad stuff unless you get a lot of the good stuff. Mhm. Yeah. So I try to make that more like 10 to 1 in my company. You know, like I just, I, I, and I, I said this to them and it, it, it embarrassed them. It was a little, it was a little mushy, but at the end of last year, I sat down with each of my team members mm-hmm. and just loved on them and just yeah. let them know how much I appreciated their contributions, what it meant mm-hmm. to me, what it meant to the business. Yep. And I do it throughout the year as well. So it wasn't like they had to wait a year. It's like right. da- daily, weekly, I'm letting exactly. folks know you, you did this really well. I really appreciate that. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Great. Totally agree well, with that. Well, tell me more about you know, how you would weave in leadership into a management development program or process. Yeah. So my process is obviously starting with some sort of baseline. You know, where where is the individual? And that comes through assessment. I have a, a, a behavioral assessment that I do, as well as um, a 360 assessment. A lot of the smaller organizations... 360s tend to be overkill because you've only got, you may only have 10 or 20 employees. So that's when I spend time with the individual and what I call the executive sponsor, who is going to be working with the individual as well as myself through the development process. So got to find gaps and, and gaps that are going to, when closed, you can really leverage and be able to um, perform at a higher level. So generally two to three development objectives that uh, we focus on. And then um, there is a lot of content that I provide through the process to give an individual the, the theories, but through the coaching, we then identify how to put those theories into action within the day-to-day work that that individual is doing. Very interesting. Excellent. Great. Thank you. Well, I'm interested. Do you have any favorite tools or models that you use in your work? Well, obviously, 360 assessments, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think, are are very important. There's an assessment I use called Business DNA, which is a behavioral assessment tool. It's the thing I like about it compared to some of the... the more common ones like DISC and Myers-Briggs is that it is, um, you can use it for hiring purposes. It's validated for hiring purposes where, where those aren't. So you can use the assessment kind of cradle to grave. You can use it before you bring somebody on board. And then while you're developing them, you can, can use it as well. It identifies those natural behaviors somebody has. It doesn't, it doesn't identify how they adapt those natural behaviors, but 
those behaviors are the behaviors that somebody will go to when they're under stress because that's their safe place. Mm-hmm. So you need you need to understand that, especially in this this environment where you know a lot of companies are are trying to do more with less, and s- stress is an issue. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, where do you think the management development or leadership development space needs to go to evolve and help companies achieve more? Well, I think what I find is that a lot of companies have um, a leadership management development program that is a one size fits all. And everybody is in a different place when they go into those kinds of programs some of some people benefit more than others because they're in the right place to really take advantage of what they're learning. Whereas in a more customized approach, which is what, what I do, is I really look at that specific individual. I look at the company and the strategy of the company, where they're going, and how I can help that individual in their career within that organization through custom a customized approach. Mm-hmm. Great. What are some of the management development or leadership development issues you'd love to be solved? Oh, gosh. Wow. That's a big question. Uh, Take your time. Yeah. I think one is, especially for small to mid-sized companies, they oftentimes feel like they, they can do the development on their own and they don't have the, the resources internally, and they also don't have the bandwidth. What, what I find is uh, when I'm going into these small to mid-sized companies, they have that desire, but yet they're always getting distracted on execution of, of the plan. So somebody like me can, can help companies like those small to mid-sized companies keep a focus on developing leadership. And I play like an accountability partner oftentimes with with the CEO business owner of like, hey, you know, does everybody have a development plan? You know, have have you had a career conversation with with each individual? Generally, it hasn't happened. And it's not that they don't want to do it. Sometimes they don't know how to do it. And others know how to do it, but they don't have the bandwidth to do it. So I would, I would say making development, leadership development, management development, a higher priority. Mm-hmm. And, and it show, it's shown that especially the, the millennials and, and Gen Zers, they want that. They want the ability to grow within their organization. And if they don't see that opportunity, they're going to leave. Mm-hmm. So retention uh, is, is tied to a focus on, on developing your employees. Yeah. And retention is a huge issue these days. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Because we've, we've got a, a talent shortage. Yep. Wonderful. And well, thank and, you. You know, for if that. you're spending, spending so much time and, and resources on bringing people in, well, you obviously want to retain them. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It costs a lot to, to hire and replace folks. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Great. Well, thank you for that. Here's the question you've been waiting for. Do you have a product or a service you'd like to plug? Well, of course I do. <laughs> yeah, I have a, a book called Replaceable, An Obsession with Succession. It's a how-to book on how to get prepared for your successor. 
Now that could be that could be the business owner, it could be um, a middle manager, and it's a roadmap on how to identify high potentials and how to develop them and prepare them for their next step in the organization. All right, wonderful. And where can we find that book? Amazon. Amazon. Yep. Cool. Excellent. Well, thank you for that. Yeah. All right. More about you. Speed round questions. Okay. Nothing too personal. All but, right. But definitely some fun questions here. So if you could sit in my seat and interview anyone, who would it be and why? Warren Buffett. Warren, why? Well, because he, he has successfully acquired multitudes of businesses. And his philosophy is really about buying good management. Mm-hmm. And obviously a solid financial company, but the management is really important to him. He looks at a lot of companies that he passes by because he doesn't doesn't believe in the leadership. Okay. What's your favorite vacation spot and why? Africa. The, The place I would, if I could afford to go back every year, I would. And that is the Akabongo Delta in Botswana. Mm-hmm. I love animals, and it it is truly a magical place. Wow. So you went on safari there? Yes, I did. Oh. About six or seven years ago. Oh, I'd love to take my kids on safari. <laughs> that would be amazing. They, they love animals, too. I mean, we all love animals, but yeah. they would go gaga. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Where would you most like to travel aside from Africa? For those people that know me, I'm an extensive traveler. I've traveled pretty much everywhere. I have not done Vietnam. Mm -hmm. Vietnam is one. And kind of that in Japan, I've not done Japan. So kind of that Asia, I've done some Asia, but um, I would like to get back to Asia and and experience more. I've been to Japan three times and Um, loved it. It's better with with a guide, with somebody who who speaks Japanese. Oh, yeah. All of (laughs) that. But my favorite story about Japan is I was with some friends who had made friends with a mom and pop restaurant, somebody who was running, they were running a restaurant out of the bottom floor of their house. Mm-hmm. And when you walked in, Mama-san, there was no menu. Mama-san gave you what she was making that day. Yeah. Right. And I, I walked in and after a couple of glasses of sake, decided I wanted sashimi. So she got on the phone and made a call and a guy showed up on a moped with a cooler in the back. <laughs> I love it. And brought in this huge slab of tuna that had just been caught. It was still twitching. And she sw- she oh sliced God. that up, and it was so good. Oh, I bet. Oh, oh best sashimi God. ever. Yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. So, so Japan's a fun place. The food is amazing. The people are lovely. You should go. Yeah. That's, it's on my list. <laughs> cool. Last question. What brings you the most joy in your life? Oh, wow. Actually, my work. Mm-hmm. I, I really enjoy, especially working with younger people and watching them grow and, and seeing as I have conversations with them, kind of those aha moments that they, they, the light bulb turns on. And, and I, I love following their careers after my work with them. But to, I don't have any children, so that's kind of <laughs> my my way of having children is, is through uh, the, the younger generation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love seeing the light bulbs go off. Yeah. I, I started teaching in the Boy Scouts when I was 15, teaching oh, kids wow. how to swim and paddle the canoe and row a boat. Mm-hmm. I loved it when a kid would get it. And I'm like, hey, yeah. this, this could be something. Are you an Eagle Scout? 
Oh, yes. I have uh, two brothers who are Eagle Scouts. Cool. Yeah. It's yeah, great. I went, it's great training. I went whole hog into the, into yeah, the yeah. Boy Scouts thing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I went all the way through the ranks and then mm-hmm. ran a camp staff or ran a camp for a while. That's great. Yeah. That's fun. Good experience. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Well, Beth, anything else that we should know? Anything else you want to bring up that you don't want to leave unsaid? Well, I, I think from a, you know, a, a wrap up, managers, especially those young managers, they are eager to learn and hungry for knowledge. And if you as a, a leader of younger managers allow them and give them opportunities to grow within their organization, you're going to be able to retain them. Wonderful advice. Thank you. Well, thank you so much, Beth. That was a fantastic interview. Really enjoyed it. How can people find you? The easiest way is LinkedIn. You can find me as Beth Armconnect Miller. It's A-R-M-K-N-E-C-H-T. There's only one of me. So (laughs) that is the easiest way to find me. And you can directly contact me through that. Perfect. All right. Great. Well, thanks for listening. Please subscribe, comment, share, and connect with me on LinkedIn. I'm Eric P. Girard on LinkedIn. Thank you so much, and we will see you at the next one. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of Management Development Unlocked. Want more? Get a ton of insider tips and tools at GerardTrainingSolutions.com. Solutions.com.